Today, everyone, I'm Vince Hawkins. And I'm Bill Bolden. And this is the Vince and Bill Podcast. And we're coming to you live from the building on uh, <laughs> Woodson Terrace, where we are now dominating the podcast space. We now control the podcast airwaves in Woodson Terrace, I think. That's right. The, uh, the community of less than... 50 houses right. now belongs to our mighty insight and the Holy Spirit's leading. Amen. And speaking of Holy Spirit leading, Amen. Uh, bro, the, today's sermon was fantastic. It was, uh, it was one of those where uh, you can tell this was being spoken by an evangelist. There's a, there's a brilliant story in Acts chapter 9. It's the conversion of Saul. The yes. story itself kind of lends itself to the application of study. And, and we use this story for many different reasons. But, but you really kind of took it to the kind of forgotten component. Uh, we know Jesus is involved. We know Saul is involved. We know the Holy Spirit is moving. But you really centered in on Ananias, and I thought that was incredibly helpful because we are at a time when we tend to look back at God and go, now what? And so why don't you kind of walk us through how how that just kind of became the focus of your sermon today? Yeah, so, you know, uh, reading through a passage multiple times is always really helpful, and then honestly, I think just kind of the, the practice of just looking for where the passage interrupts me is also really helpful. And so what what grabbed me was uh, just Paul breathing out murderous threats. And I'm just going, that's pretty intense. And um, and then just going to the high priest, trying to get to a synagogue, get to the synagogues in Damascus. And I thought, and, and I just, rem, you know, was able to remember in chapter eight, he was going from house to house and I was going from synagogue to synagogue. Like Paul's really on a mission here. So then I kind of get just, you know, led to do, doing some research, uh, Damascus being about a hundred miles, how long yep. that would take to get there. <laughs> just that Paul was really serious about his policeman work and dragging people out, men and women, just little things, men and women. And I thought, and then, so as I'm doing all this thing on Paul, I'm just going, wow, Paul is really intense. All of this is going on. And then you kind of get to the story where God says, so Ananias, I need you to go over there. And this guy's waiting for you. And I'm thinking, and I just got to be looking at God and going, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. guy, this is a crazy, this is a crazy person you're asking me to go meet. Uh, and I, I just thought, wow, that, that had to be pretty intense for Ananias and the temptation to fear and all of those things. And so Ananias just became sort of in, in this time of fear. And of course we're pro- we're, I'd say maybe we're not as evangelistic as we normally are and everything we've got in the whole idea of Paul being a policeman and then the whole Derek Chauvin thing and the intensity of all of that. It just, I don't know, the spirit just moved and surfaced all of those things. And I was telling you, I read an article. I just Googled when, when God calls your name twice and I came mm-hmm. up with some really cool little analogies there. So anyway, that's sort of how it evolved. But yeah, Ananias became... Um, that's where I found myself in this story, uh, this particular time. I found myself, gosh, if I was Ananias and God asked me to do this, I'd have a lot of reasons why this is a bad idea. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and, you know, and, and praise God, Ananias didn't hold in his feelings. Yeah. 
I mean, it's it's so interesting to me what Luke decides to include mm. and what he leaves out. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of things we would love for Luke to explain. Yeah. Uh, we would love we would love uh, for Luke to explain like, little details like he went to Damascus. Okay, well, so what did that mean? Yeah. How how were the how did with the synagogues uh, work? I'd like to know how Ananias knew he was coming. I mean, <laughs> I mean either either Saul is the worst stealth police officer ever, or this was just kind of common knowledge. He's coming and. You know, and uh, it's it's interesting to me how in a story like this we find ourselves kind of confronted by Ananias's doubts. Yeah, uh, because as you put it in uh, in the sermon, we really are at a crossroads. Yeah, uh, I mean, our church's health, our church's vitality yeah. is is found in those moments when we were called to be witnesses. Yeah. You know, and now we find ourselves doing a predominant amount of work just shepherding. Yeah. And and not that we shouldn't do the shepherding component of ministry. Obviously, there's a strong New Testament evidence of that. Yeah. But there is this kind of kind of revelance as as Ananias is not called to protect the church. Yeah. He's called to go after the one who is attacking the church. That's really good. And I thought you did a great job of bringing that out and then inviting us to consider where we're at. Yeah, that's good. I, in fact, I thought I could have, I could have done a better job uh, of that. I thought that was, you know, and what you say is really, really true. You know, we, we are, I think, known. I think God's people, we want to be known for our outreach. You know, we want to be known for the the the, the, the stories we share, the testimonies. But what what an excellent point. Uh, couldn't have made it better that you're right. Ananias at this point, he is, he has got to make a decision about protecting insiders. You know what I mean? Uh, and going after the outsiders and really it's not his call. It's God's call. That's right. God really, he's the one that he's calling the shots. He's the one that has spoke. He's worked it all out. Um, you know, and, and God just says, Hey, he, he knows a guy named Ananias is coming to him. And uh, God doesn't even tell Ananias the whole, you know, road to Damascus detail. No. Oh, yeah. No, this is what happened. Trust me. I hit him. He's blunt. I mean, he, doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't give him all the details. He That's doesn't, right. God doesn't give him everything. He just says, just go. He's my chosen instrument. <laughs> That's right. That's all you get. And he told him that after he, he That's said, right. go. He, I got a plan. And God... Gives him all he needs. That's right. You know, all you need to know is there's a guy from Tarsus. Ask for him. Blah 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 blah. He knows you're coming. Go. Yeah. And Ananias goes, um, "Have you been watching the news, God?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, because I've been, or you know, and you're right. That's a really good point. How did he know? Well, I imagine that the Christians in Jerusalem would just go. To, we heard he's headed to Damascus. Someone run ahead. No. Yeah, of course, so. of course. Yeah. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I think is really, really important is that, uh, you know, towards the end, and you might have been kind of starting to land the plane here, you really started, you went on a series of thoughts that I thought were really profound because you use this story as a way of saying, this is how we refine our faith. Yeah. This is how we grow. This is how we stay faithful. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I think we're we're kind of con, 
confronted with as as a church in a pandemic, you know, with kind of a, a new platform that we have to navigate on how we communicate with people, mm-hmm. is that sharing our faith mm-hmm. is still the easiest way for us to almost guarantee we will grow, we will be transformed. It is the that that thing that Jesus keeps calling the church back to. And uh, I, I think this story is not one that you expect to be used for those that are already in. You know, I think many times in our past, we use this story as evidence of people we're reaching out to. Mm. It's like, look at all that Paul experienced. I mean, talk about a religious experience. You name a religious experience, Paul had it. Mm. But at the end of the day, what did he do? He got baptized. That's right. You know, and, and we tend to think of that story only in those terms. But then when we look at, uh, as Jeff would say, as we look at our man's Ananias, um, <laughs> As we look at him, we, we were reminded that the Lord confronted Saul face to face. Yeah. He goes and speaks to Ananias mm. face to face. But in order for conversion to happen, mm. Ananias has to do what the Lord asks. Good point. And I think we're still in a book yeah. where Jesus starts off the book that says, you shall be my Witness. witnesses. Yeah. That's it. No, excellent point, you know, and, and, you know, God, I think, well, God knows what he's doing, right? He (laughs) knows what he's doing. He, he knows how vulnerable we are to, um, being disconnected, selfishness. Uh, I can do it on my own. Right. God says, no, I could do it. (laughs) But, uh, but no, I'm, I'm, God is about connecting People. Oh my goodness! He's about connecting people, and um, and I think you know being in the God business means that we connect people, and um, we connect to people. We connect people to one another. Uh, it is so important. Uh, it's 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 beyond sort of what social media, Facebook's intention is. That's right. We are connecting people to one another so that we can. We can, I think that's where the spirit works, right? The spirit works in those connections in community. If we're humble and we are willing to allow ourselves to even be somewhat converted, you know, as we're connecting to others. So there's so much power in getting with people, whether they're fully interested in the Bible or not, if you're just praying with them or reaching out to folks, just letting God's spirit do its thing. Letting God's word do its thing. Amen. Letting our testimony do its work. You know, it's so many cool, but you're right. You couldn't be obviously more accurate in that I'm convinced that, uh, you know, faith unshared pretty much goes stale over time. Mm. I mean, that is awesome. That is awesome. We, you know, I think we need to put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> so we we have to share it. We have to, you know, red hot chili peppers, give it away, give it away, give, give it, it away, away now. now. So Come we have on. to we have to give it away and and God fills us up and the more we give, the more we get. We know this to be the case. But our faith grows so much more when we give. And, and of course, we're going to have those moments where we run into things where we don't know what to say. Or I don't know how to do this. But that stretches us, right? Yeah. And people even appreciate, I don't have the answer to that. I don't know. Let's pray about it. It it, it draws people into the, the spiritual 
orbit, you know, our spiritual orbit. And I think God's, this is where God, I think this is a space, well, I know this is a space where God wants us. And it's a tough work. I think it's hard to, you're right. We, we want to do the shepherding. Uh, we want to be, you and I both want to be excellent uh, at pastoral care. We want to teach God's word. We want to feed people. We have our quiet times that we're doing on Tuesday mornings that are, if you're joining those, they're, they're spiritually nourishing to you. We're doing all of that. We're praying. We're doing everything we can. But, man, we can't take our eye off the ball. And as I always, as I continue to say, America is becoming less Christian by the day. That's uh, right. So, like I said this in the sermon, but we don't need to think we need to go to some distant land to share our faith. We have plenty of work to do right here. If you don't know, look around. That's right. So, and as the world gets darker, our lights shine brighter. Amen. So, uh, which I is think, a powerful motif in Luke Acts, right? Light. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and John would be the the champion of that motif. But yeah. yeah, it absolutely is amazing. And so, just as something for our listeners, think about your story. Yeah. Look at uh, look at the story of everything that was gone on in Saul's conversion. Think about the people that God used to help reach out to you. They're Ananias moments. And take a moment to really praise God that someone listened to the Spirit say, share with Him. You know, go after them. Make that phone call. And see if there's not someone that God's already put on your heart Mm. to maybe now it's your turn to be that Ananias to someone else. Bro, today was one of those uh, one of those sermons that I'm like, man, I'm just glad I'm here. I, I I'm like I am in the right place. This is uh, this is so fun to see God working through the Book of Acts through you and I. Uh, I just feel uh, so appreciative of your leadership, and especially today, just as you let the Spirit just call us back to what we know and love about our faith. Amen, bro. That it's contagious. Same here, bro. <laughs> Same here, bro. Same here. It's, it's my joy, my pleasure. Bro, it's great to be together. Hey, thanks for joining us again this week. I'm Vince. And I'm Bill. And this is our podcast. And we're signing off. Good day, y'all. Good day. Good day.